Welcome to the All-Star Networking Podcast. It's the show where you hear from a new expert each week on how to build an all-star network, increase business sales, grow careers, find a job, or enrich your life. Let's get it started. From the Midtown Global Market in Minneapolis, here's your host, Kathy Paper. Welcome to the All-Star Networking Show at Midtown Global. I am super fired up about today's guest. First, I also have to give a shout out to my trusty friend and producer and executive director of the Friends of the Midtown Global Market, Matt Tell. Nice. All right, Ken, introduce yourself to all our listeners on a variety of platforms. Uh, I'm Ken Goldman, uh, business friend of Kathy Paper. That's probably all you need to know, Yeah. but I can give you more than that. <laughs> Uh, I am partner in a few companies, uh, one of them named Ingredient, which is a food marketing company based in Northeast Minneapolis, and the other main one is called Stump Puppy, which is a designer and manufacturer of gear for dogs who spend a lot of time out and about with their owners. Nice. And I have been a loyal customer of Stunt Puppy since I think the very beginning. Probably. When you started sewing and there was a little, when Nike used to have the little Apple thing that went in your shoe, I got (laughs) one of those and you made the little pouch that went with it and then I got one of the original leashes. Yeah. And Yeah, we were just moving actually. We just moved into a new facility and I, we're like, carting the original machine that I started on, which we don't use anymore, but I'm having a hard time letting go of it. So, oh, do yeah. not get rid of it. because it takes remember, up a lot of space. <laughs> I know, but I remember trying to help you find sewers and connected you with my cousin up in Duluth, oh, yeah. who runs Stitch for any motorcycle advocate. Hashtag networking. <laughs> Hashtag networking, yes. Oh yeah, I'm super fired up for today because... I was thinking, though, Ken, I I was a little nervous about today because you had a podcast. Do you still have the candy podcast out of Ingredient or not? Actually, it does still exist. It was in hiatus over COVID, but we just launched one, Ingredient. Yeah, and it's coming back full force. Okay. It's a fun one. It is a fun one. So the link. Yeah, Candy Talk. Is the name of it. Paper okay. will share the link. Because I just found out, have you ever taken your podcast people on a field trip that we have one of the largest candy stores in Minnesota in oh, a little yellow building? Oh, a big yellow building. So I just have found out about it and I've driven by once and I thought I'm going to need to go there on a candy yeah, field good. trip. That would be a good mobile podcast. Can I come along with when yeah. you do that? Could yeah. we have like a van it and a pit your idea. crew? Okay, my idea. Yeah. Good. All right, Matt, are you in for a road trip? Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, that would be great. Have microphones will travel. Because I've heard this guy is amazing. Amazing entrepreneur. Interesting. So, again, I was a little nervous because you are impressive in some of your business ventures. And we want to talk a little bit about networking. So, what do you think about networking? Let's just put that softball out there. It, you know, it's an interesting question. And I know you gave me questions to read ahead of time. And that was one of them. And the answer is I don't. Think about it. Think about it. Because I think it's just happening, which probably isn't very helpful for anybody. But I think if you dig a little deeper, it's just more of a way of communicating. And I'm probably going to say this a million times, but I think a lot of it's just curiosity, right? Just asking, like if you're talking to someone, asking them questions, which is not 
for me, that's inherent. That's just, that's my nature. But if you don't do that, like you're not gonna find things out or find out what they're interested in or who else they might know. I think that's curiosity is kind of the theme. Is that got you started? Yeah. So at the beginning, when you're when you were networking, and again, we have listeners kind of at all stages of whether it's their business or their job search or their career. I say this: seventy-two percent of people do not like the term networking. Yeah, there's a bad. It, there's like, it just has. A, there's a lot of baggage with it. I feel like because it makes it sound like it's insincere. But if you don't necessarily think of it as a work thing and think of it more as because uh, like I got a text yesterday from my neighbor he's like hey a buddy of mine is starting a new knife sharpening business and he knows like ingredient use a lot of knives and and stump puppy we sharpen his scissors a lot so he's like can I hook you guys up and you're really good at this where it has nothing to do with you right and you're just like hooking two other people up and that's just like being a person yeah yeah and it's interesting like knife sharpening Cool. Knife sharpening. We yeah. need that. My so husband he, has like a little, I don't know if it's pumice or something, a little thing. Mm, he's always sharpening. Stone. stone. Yeah. My aunt, too, was sharpening to cut a watermelon. She's yeah. 92, and she whips out something <laughs> to sharpen. And I like, I'm like, Helen, I got to step away a little bit from you. It made me a little nervous. But what, what you're describing, though, is something I call the networking assist. Mm-hmm. Because you can be curious about someone, but then you also want to think, who can I connect them to? Right. And that's just, this is going to sound stupid, that's just fun or like feels good, right? You know, it's like you're giving something rather than just wanting something. Because it all like comes around. Example, you over COVID said, hey, can you talk to, can I say names? You can Uh, say uh, names. David Sherman. Yep. uh, Photographer for the Timberwolves and the Lynx. And I didn't know him at all. Because, obviously, his business was zero right at the beginning of COVID. We talked. I, like, sent him a few names here and there. And then we stayed in touch. And then I was at a Timberwolves game. And I just texted him. I'm like, hey, I'm here. And after the game, I went on center court, got a picture. It was awesome. Nice. Yeah. And nice. now we, he's super cool guy. He's great. Yeah. He's and great. amazing photographer. And, and, okay, so let's even play it back further. Yeah. Is so David Sherman's parents grew up with my mom and her sister, Helen, that I just mentioned, in Sioux City, Iowa. So they were next-door neighbors there, so that's how I know David. And then, of course, I follow him online because his photographs of all the Timberwolves are amazing. Yeah. And I think when the pandemic hit, he reached out to me and said, hey, who do you know that might be doing pictures or yeah and like i'm on linkedin i'm changing gears and probably was on it right when it started that's how old i am so i have like this giant list but it's rarely of value for like true networking it's more just like a uh google a niche google like oh we're interviewing someone i'm gonna look them up or i just want to get a quick read on something I don't think that's networking, and I realize you didn't ask if you thought. No, no, I like but, I like that thought of LinkedIn because one, you're not that old. I don't know. LinkedIn's been around like ten years, right? Oh, way more than that. More than that? Yeah. No, I think I was on it in like early two thousands. Yeah. Anyway, we, and I was in the Bay Area, so it was probably like twenty of us on it. So, but that's not networking. 
It's not saying you shouldn't have LinkedIn because that's just but. like a good business card. You should, but. I like you called it a niche thing. See, I, I think there's something to networking about being on and off the screen of understanding. Now people do a lot of research of other people, but you still want to meet face to face or use the phone. Yeah. Or like, this is great. You and I haven't seen each other, I think, since I got a cord from you at the start of the pandemic so I could hide in my basement. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, like, and that on and off. Uh, my son has a friend, and I know that she's really interested in arts administration, and I met someone the other night who's good friends with someone else who has this, like, essentially my son's friend's dream job. And I'm like, I could introduce them right away. Like, I thought of that. I'm like, you know what? No, it would be better. I'm going to introduce her to my friend who's friends with that woman. And so it'll just be like a warmer introduction. I'm like, go have coffee with her. And then she'll set you up with that other woman. And yeah, I have like no dog in that fight. Right. But okay. But, but it's but fun. Slow, slow that one down for yeah. a second. Because like you said, it feels good to make those connections. Yeah. And how did you, are you going to do that? You're going to send your son's friend yeah. to the guy that you know. My friend. Your friend. Yeah. Right? Instead of me just sending her straight to that person and the, the end person and saying, hey, you know, my friend's dad said knows this person and they know you. So it would be a better connection like that one off. Right. Uh, that's convoluted. We don't have a whiteboard here, but no, but but the, just reason, the most direct connection. Yeah. Or but the reason why I'm saying slow it down a little bit is because I think there's a tendency when we're connecting someone or building a relationship is you and I that do it naturally don't realize how valuable that is to the people as well as you're teaching your son's friend. Here's how you build relationships. Right. Right. Yeah. So that she's comfortable enough. To, to, to stand on her own two feet? Yeah, absolutely. And if she talks to my friend, my friend will give a way better introduction to the end person. And everybody, and then my friend has a bunch of connections right. for her too. So this is where, you know what I love on sports yeah. shows is when they diagram the play. <laughs> like imagine, Matt, shall we diagram the play? And now we can show the like dotted line and then the yellow, they pass the ball over yeah. to this person and boom, we've got a connection. Yeah. And she has a job in the arts education. Yeah. So I want to shift gears, though, because I love Stunt Puppy. Of course, Jimmy and Brandy, my dogs, have yet to be featured in your Instagram. Um, to be fair, I am not in charge of Stunt Puppies of the Week, but I, I know some people. Do you know some people? Because yeah. I think Jimmy and Brandy are attractive, you know. Yeah. I mean, we're not models, all of us, well, but and, they're and, attractive dogs. And we're honestly not looking for, like, I have golden retrievers purebred and they're boring everybody's seen a golden retriever so they're rarely featured okay well brandy's attractive anyway stunt puppy what i love is um you go do you still go every year to the outdoor retailer show or how we, do you network to grow your business uh good question we're a little odd in the sense we're a pet brand but we don't necessarily try to network with pet stores because we're, again, back to that word niche, we focus on, we, we have one big focus of people who run with their dogs. We have a new focus of people who boat 
with their dogs or live on water. Did you say boat? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you have the life vest. Life jackets, which is huge and has been great for us this year. So so we try to, like, again, cut through a lot of that noise so we wouldn't go to, like, a global pet where there's a million pet brands because we don't want to necessarily end up in a pet store. And our big trade show that we go to every year is called the running event. So, and it's specifically for independent specialty run retail. And we pretty much own that market. Mm. Fun fact, that market's really tiny. <laughs> but, but, but powerful. But, but, we're, but we can get our arms around it. So we did go to outdoor retailer for several years in the beginning just to establish ourselves as like, we're real, we're here. But it's much more of a party uh, and a lot less people are going to that, and it's super expensive. There's okay. not a lot of business done there, but it was good to start with. Right, to get a knowledge. Yeah. So for somebody that's thinking about a oh, nice... Matt, Matt's Matt's sneaking in his dog. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, Matt's Matt's good. Okay, we're going to we're going to have to work on our platform of we'll share a few pictures from the show. Hashtag networking dogs maybe. Yeah. Networking with dogs. Speaking of which, yeah. dogs and dog parks are just an insane environment to network in because it's just this neutral thing. Nobody knows anybody, but you both have dogs there, so you can pretty much say anything, ask anything, and you just meet. There's no reason for anybody to be there except they have a dog, and so what an amazing opportunity to just meet anybody at any point. I like that. I like that. Now, see, I get a little worried. Jimmy and Brandy, when they both go together to the dog park, I think they might be meatheads. (laughs) Do they cause trouble? I think they cause a little trouble, yeah. Yeah. It happens. I was asking Tom if I can bring the dogs back to the dog park because they love it. Yeah. Except for they're the dogs that when it's rainy and there's the big mud puddle, they go into the mud puddle. And then everybody looks at you like they feel so bad that you have to take that dog home. So I digress. So say you go to that running show. What was it called? The independent? The running event. The running event. Do you do you prepare before you go to an event, or do you? How do you maintain all those relationships? Some of that is just like a physical structure. Like we bring a blank book. Everybody we meet, we grab a card, we write down whatever they're interested in, uh, make notes, and then follow up with them when we get back. It's just kind of a boot camp, Rolodex boot camp thing. I soon realized trade shows weren't always about sales obviously that's the goal but we meet other vendors other partners here's a good one our first or second year of outdoor retailer my dog bauer who i started the company with he was a therapy dog and amazing and so he just walked into the croquis booth i don't know if you guys know what croquis is they make those things that go on your glasses and they make belts they've been around forever he just like walked in on his own i'm like okay i better follow him in there and makes friends with this guy with long gray silver hair. Turns out that was the president of Crokey's. Nice. And 20 minutes later, we had like a, a co-branded deal with Crokey's where we were making their leashes and collars. Uh, and it's funny because they got bought a few years ago and the new company is like, yeah, we're trying to find the contract for that. I'm like, dude, there's no contract. <laughs> This is between my dog and John. Oh, I love that (laughs) story. Yeah. The dog networking. That's good. That's so so good. 
Actually, he, uh, oh, what's the name of the gift shop? Corazon here in, and they yes. used to be in the North Loop, and our office used to be in the North Loop, and I tied Bauer out to a parking meter and went into Corazon, and she's like, no, please bring him in, and then two minutes later, we were selling in Corazon. Too. I remember that. That yeah. was one of your first stores yeah. that you sold into. Yeah. That's so good. That's such a good story. Yeah. And I didn't answer your question, though. Yes, no, I don't you did. Remember. Okay. Yes, you did, because you kept a notebook. You sort of had a plan. Yeah. But it's that, be- to me, you started the first word. You said curiosity. Yeah. And and there's something about going to an event where you got to be curious, but you also yeah. have to have a little bit of a plan of what are you doing? Who are you looking for? You, you Absolutely. And you start asking questions, and you see patterns, and then you, like, as much as you can adjust on the fly like for a consumer show like we did the state fair last year for the first time come see us at the state fair this fall and right after the event which was grueling uh you know we sat down and made notes and like okay here's what needs to change next year and we just sat down a week ago and like prepping for the one coming up in a month and i'm so glad we took those notes because it would have been easy just to do the same thing and we took good pictures and like, you know, I was really excited about the booth when it was all happening. And I look back at the pictures. I'm like, oh, my God, that's a mess. We can do so much better. Well, you have a selfie station, though. I'm I'm kind of into the selfie stations now, because, oh. again, we're at Midtown Global Market, 30 vendors here that you can buy food, you can buy gifts, you can have your jewelry repaired. You know, yeah. to come take a selfie st- shot. Yeah. No. Then well, now, everybody knows. Now we got to make a selfie station. Yeah. Wow. And I might have a low selfie station for with the dog. Well, again, the, I'm but you can't bring the... your dogs to the pet pavilion in the fair. Did I say we're at the pet pavilion at the fair? You did not say that. <laughs> That's where we are. Where's the pet pavilion? It's like northeast corner. It's great because it's a little bit out of the hullabaloo. It's by all the show dogs that you can come see in all those dog shows. Anyway, and there's great uh, clean, I might have to clean go to bathrooms the right there. You don't have, nice. I love the fair, but you don't have to get in the throes of the fair. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. That's good. Okay. So se- there's, my, there's my selfie station because partly I think one of the things I've so enjoyed of our uh, business friendship or business allyship is sometimes it's nice to be the cheerleader of the other person. So yeah. to me, a selfie station is, yeah, I'm taking my picture. Here I am at the fair. You know, I love my dog. Yeah. Whatever you come up Wish with will here. be super creative. Yeah. But then it's about sharing it with your whole network so they know about yeah. it. There's that networking well, we, assist. And now I'm just thinking out loud. We have these. You're going to be able to do custom collars on site where you can get your ID put on there. Maybe it's holding up the collar that you designed or something. Yeah. All right. Working on that. Okay. I love that idea. And you, Matt, you're going to be at the fair, right? The market's going to be at the fair? Oh, cool. Where is that at? The bazaar. Okay. Which is basically southeast side. Yeah. Cool. Speaking of this market, used to be Sears, right? So my dad worked for Sears 33 years. I know he had several times worked here, so it's kind of cool nice. to be here. And I've come here since it was redone from the beginning. Yeah, I would love to do it, Matt. Maybe this is our idea here because a lot of people I've talked to about um, this location in South Minneapolis, right at the corner of you know Chicago and Lake, is they worked here and to get the alumni to come back yeah. and talk about, hey, I worked here. What did you do? Yeah, um, that's cool. You know, good history in the area. Yeah, I've been coming 
just to this area a lot more in the last two years just to see how it's doing and just be in the space and it's pretty powerful so I like being down here. Great. You also, too, I think, with your stud puppy business and your ingredient business, you do have a very diverse workforce, correct? Yeah. It depends how you define that. But, yeah, it's something we think about and talk about and strive for uh, all the time. And did ingredient win some awards well we were like a best place to work yes. type thing. yeah i think 2021 we were best place to work um yeah and they're two very different businesses um in terms of workforce and types of people we need and there is an organization in town for the marketing and ingredient side there's an organization in town called brand lab which is is taking high school and college age people and trying to expose them to the marketing advertising world um, and specifically BIPOC communities and which you could say oh that's great they're doing that uh, and it is great that they're doing that but it, it's it's really good business because we need an absolute representation of the people we are marketing to we need those people to be the marketers as well and it it's good business yes. so because there's a lot of things i don't know about a lot of communities and i never will and we all need we all need to be in it together yes well said well said that's why the market partly why you know we're here at the market is under one roof you have 30 different businesses i still want the map of where people are in the world it's very diverse very entrepreneurial. Networking with the purpose is part of the mission of the nice. show and of helping people expand, you know, expand their connections and do good business. It's yeah. good for business. So one uh, final question, and then I'll get Matt's take on anything else, is how do you find time to keep up all your relationships or your networking? Oh, boy. I am, I can't say I'm good at it, but... What I try to do as much as possible is pick up the phone, and I'm, which freaks some of my employees out whenever I call them, or because a lot of people don't <laughs> like to talk on the phone. But I just think it's so much more powerful. Just talk to somebody and let them hear your voice. Yes. Um, so that's my personal preference. Do you have like a set time of day that you make calls, or when the spirit moves you? Know, a you, lot of time or? when I'm driving. Okay. Yeah. So, but that it's really hard. I just have hard enough time getting through email, which the email is broken. Yeah. That's a whole nother podcast. I heard thing. So, Matt, any final questions, thoughts? Midtown Global Market is funded in part by membership. Okay. From your perspective of the market, what would you do in terms of networking to help build that membership base? Wow. Uh, well, one, I didn't know that. So would you I, like to become a member? I would. I should know that, right? Um, I assume you're already doing this, but like tapping into each of the 30 businesses kind of email lists or things like that or Instagram and maybe promoting what you could get from them if you were a member. Uh, just making that kind of tie that ribbon around the place um i mean it's always felt really cool to come here and do stuff like we did a few 
cooking classes as a company, internal team building. It was that's one of the best things we ever did. Um, and our, when you're looking for members, is it at an individual or a company level? Okay, yeah, it seems like there were the company level. Uh, well, because it's food, uh, uh, ingredient will be a member. I'm just saying that yeah, right here. High yeah, high five. High five. Uh, I didn't even know that could. That was a thing. That's super cool. And we'd love to talk about that too. Yeah. Nice. Yes. So I think actually your question, Matt, I'll I'll connect the dots. Is part of a network to me is people want to be in community, mm-hmm. and your employees are part of your community. And to me, like my network is my community. And who am I connected with? How do I stay connected? And maybe too to be a member of the Friends of the Global Market is you could come down here. We're going to have a um, party when we've done enough episodes mm-hmm. of all the guests, and then they can bring their people. And that community yeah. is, I think, what drives people to build a network and sort of you get woven together. Yeah. Not as big as a Timberwolves game, you know, where everybody's the same fans, but kind of on that smaller scale of whether it's a chamber or... Yeah. Because the people that like, are the friends of the market, like people want community. Yeah, there's like you have like things in common, and I know we're done, but I have another no, example. Please. Like Stump Puppy, the so we have ambassadors, and in the past they've mostly been people who run with their dogs. But so I'm a musician, and I like tapped into this whole community of drummers with dogs. I'm like, oh, we're gonna sponsor those dogs because some of them have gigantic Instagram followings and they're cool people and I just wanna meet them, right? right? So we we have a handful of those and then I've been fly fishing a lot lately. There's a bunch of people who fly fish with their dogs. So again, it's just- Thank you but like, for I listening to the All-Star Networking Podcast with Kathy Paper. Well. Yeah. To learn more about strategic and networking and okay, making I'm impactful connections, thank you for being a guest. visit rockpaperstar.com. Please join us in supporting the Midtown Global Market as a vital community resource that supports small business, cultural diversity, and free or low-cost programming. Reach us at friendsofglobalmarket.org.